you. You don't make me feel dumber. People that I've always had issues or problems with are the people that don't demand excellence for themselves. You're going to show up to play. You're going to allow the gag through this scrimmage, this drill. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to let you know I beat you. I'm going to want you to reconsider your professional life choice. I'd be damned if I lose these championships because I'm playing with a bunch of lazy dudes. This is not happening. You know, this train is going this way one way or the other. You're going to be on it. You're going to be off it. You're going to be under it. Shout out to the Jelly Bean Bryant. Well, if you're listening to this nine times, well, if you're listening to this on the release date of this episode, we are a day early, day before one of the biggest days in LA history. And that is the unveiling of the new statue of Kobe, Jelly Bean. Brian, yes. Um, so, you know, by the time this, I mean, I, I would say by the time most of the people that listen to this episode, we've already seen it. Um, I haven't because this is a Tuesday night. <laughs> but we're excited, though. None the least, we're excited. Now, there's a little turmoil, you know what I'm saying, going on with the squad right now. A lot of accusations, a lot of rumors a lot of, and some of it has to do with trading uh, certain players. Yeah, there was also a a story out there saying that Braun is kind of trying to force the Lakers' hand in making the right uh, trade deadline, which is on the way. Uh, trade deadline moves, uh, you know, to get the roster somewhat better or a, a way that he would like it constructed. Um, as we know, he loves to pick and, and choose his own players and, and run things a certain way under his administration. So, you know, it is what it is while he's there. Uh, there was some speculation that he purposely, um, you know, wore a Knicks towel over his neck. to, And that was supposed to be the message to the front office to say, yo, get this, get this done. Or we know was, you know, you know where my next destination is. Let me explain something. <sighs> I know a lot of, and I want to get to it later. I just, I, I didn't, I really didn't want a long episode uh, because it's really just about, you know, me uh, appreciating number eight slash number 24. They, yeah, yeah, man. We, let me tell you, a true, very, very, very true Laker fan, 12 Cal. Hear me out. Mike, if you listen to OTR, Mike, King's Ring, hear me out when I say this. From the beginning, we knew it was a business transaction. From the very beginning, we knew it. That's why when I hear the question, you know, will, will, will Bron get a, um, just saw that, you know, uh, Will Brian get a statue, um, things like that? Hey, let me say this. Um, I will say he is different, okay? Brian is um, top three player of all time. You know what I mean? And... 
it's one of those things that it, 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 it's not as normal, you know, for a player of his caliber to be on multiple teams like that, right? I mean, even MJ ended up on a different team. Kobe never did, right? But, you know, some people try to really erase that history of MJ, of playing with the Wizards, right? And... You know, his identity is planted across the league because he done so much damage in, you know, overall three different jerseys. You know, he, he, he basically played for four different teams. It just happened to be a second one with the same franchise that drafted him. But still, it was different, you know, so... The, we pride ourselves on having true Laker players that's a part of our history, right, and our culture. <clears throat> and, you know, our culture is different from a lot of different cultures. You know, the the one culture you hear a lot these days is the Heat culture and how they run things. But you can also look at the Boston team and see that, you know, it's, it's ran a certain way, you know. And there's a few other teams out there that has – you know, somewhat of an identity. I mean, even the Clippers are still trying to figure out a true identity being in L.A. under us, right? But, you know, you want that culture. You want that identity. And sometimes you have a lot of players that come through your franchise that help paint the picture of that. And honestly, even when, you know, winning the championship, which we appreciate, um, not... It, 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 it doesn't feel like the rest of them. It, not, that they, that, not that we accept it or appreciate it any less than the other ones. You just had to be there and to be a part of those other championships to know what I mean, right? Uh, so when people ask about him getting a statue as a Laker, I don't, I don't think he's getting a statue as a Laker. I think he just so happened to get a statue as a Laker because of what he already did. Right, a lot of people, a lot, and a lot of true Laker fans will tell you the truth. Like, nah, it's not. It's not that we don't like them. It's just that we expect a, a, a player of his caliber, but along the lines of longevity, you know, with history, you know, we Caruso gets a lot of love. Now, will he go into the Hall of Fame? With the numbers of LeBron James, not at all. Not even close. But the love and the respect will always be there for just different reasons. While Braun was number one coming into the league, Caruso started at the bottom. So at the end of the day, you can see the difference. You can see the difference. Um, the one thing that stands out about Braun uh, at the end of the day is he changed. He changed the. He changed the way cats approach the game now because it's more of a business sense. And that was the major thing coming to L.A. was, hey, I'm part of this story franchise 
and I also have something, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those you do for us, we'll do for you situations. And that has unfolded ever since he's been out here. He has been in uh, a few movies, including, um, you know, a classic part two of a classic, you know. Um, and, you know, he's just been having opportunities that he probably couldn't get done as faster or efficient uh, back in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Can't speak much from Miami because Miami is always compared to L.A. because of, you know, cultures are somewhat similar, you know, and even certain uh, areas and environments. So (sighs) threats of him leaving and stuff like that don't bother true Laker fans because at this point, we know he's one of the best options for us to win another championship. Not the only option, but is one of the options to win a championship. But I don't think we would be losing any sleep if we had to trade him at all, you know? I mean, one of the biggest days is about to come up on 2-8-24, and that's going to be emotional for a lot of cats. That's going to be motivational for a lot of cats. That's going to be uplifting for a lot of cats as Laker fans because they finally get to see one of their favorite players of all time get his, you know, Get his hardware in, down in downtown LA. You know, I don't know if he would have got it this fast if he was still alive. Um, but it's well deserved, well deserved, and and we've been waiting for years to see how this uh, statue will come out. A lot of people have speculated that it would be his, you know, his his uh, patented uh, fadeaway shot. Uh, other people, such as myself, feel like he's gonna it's gonna be the Kobe fist pump, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what they came up with, and I I don't think they could I don't think they could lose with this one, you know. Especially if y'all ever been down here to the Staples Center, and you checked out the Wayne Gretzky, uh, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, you know, I mean, Shaq's, you know what I'm saying? Shaq's is dope, right? Um, Chick Hearn, you know, when you see how detailed they are, <laughs> Magic's is fire, you know, it's the one where he's pointing, running the point, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, Kareem's is the hook shot, you know, you got Gretzky down there. It's, it, yo, it's fire. So that, I, I know the child, the, 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 the baby, of the Lakers franchise is going to get something that is going to be pleasing to the eyes. You know what I mean? Well-deserved, too, man. Well-deserved. Uh, real quick, uh, before I get out of here, I do want to talk about a little little Laker basketball. Um, trade deadline is coming up quickly, soon. D'Lo uh, has been playing exceptional. He's been playing good enough for us to forget about trade, Trades and things like that. Not so fast and not with me, right? I want you to know that um, 
when you are in trade talks and you don't want to go anywhere, especially if you don't want to go to certain places, what you do, and it's it's almost the same thing for when you're, um, you know, when it's the contract month. You know what I'm saying? You start playing a little bit better, you know. And uh, D'Lo has been playing. He's been he's been he's been playing that third general role very well. You know, uh, be, beating Boston without AD nor LeBron playing that was something. Right, um, and then the the Knicks W was impressive, yeah, yeah. Now that the little struggle we had with the uh, with the Hornets, no disrespect, but you got to handle that. But I love how they did handle it. You know, they almost gave up a big lead, but they still sustained it. Um, so to to get those road wins, those three road wins. Now you played against one bottom feeder, but the other two teams are proven and playoff contenders and Celtics in uh, championship contenders. You know, so to beat them with their both of their star players playing, you know, um, Jalen played terrible. I think he only ended up with like eight, not even on scoring over ten. Um, and then being that Knicks team, now they were banged up. But they still had their star player out there. Very impressive. Very impressive. Darvin Ham, we are ready for him to go as a group, collectively. He's showing us. Now, look, I get it. I I, I want to get back to D'Lo. Let me know if you think you have figured it out, Ham, as far as your rotations. Because the lineup that we have now, I like. I do like the lineup that we have now. You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with with the with the lineup that we have now, I just need to know if if it's going to stay consistent. I just I just need to know if it's going to stay consistent. That's it, you know. Now with Vanderbilt being out for almost a month, maybe a month and a half, Roy should be starting at the three or the four, and I mean him and Bron can go either or, you know, eighty at the five and Austin at the two and. And D'Lo at the one, and 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 let's rock. But here's the thing: I'm not completely sold, bro. Not this Laker fan. You're not about to sit up here and show these phenomenal games during the regular season, and then get to the playoff and disappear. So all you Laker fans talking about, see, we shouldn't, we we definitely shouldn't get really. No, 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 bro. I'm talking about playoff production. I'm not talking about regular season. I've seen D'Lo do this in different jerseys. So no. I seen him do this when he was with Golden State, when we thought that backcourt was just about to be bananas with them three on the court, small ball. But nah, that's regular season. I don't care about who is going to be that third and fourth port, fourth person in the playoffs that's going to help. Okay? That's what I need to know. Um, And also, before I get out of here, man, I want to share... I want to share the fact that uh, I'm in a um, I'm in a uh, what you call a league, 2K league, franchise league, uh, but it has you know all every every NBA player that you could think of, vintage, retro. We got them right. So look, let me tell you what my beef is before I get out of here. I got my team. I picked the Knicks, and I'm about to relocate once I get the opportunity to right. Um, I picked the Knicks 
At first, my draft pick was number five, and I thought I was going to have a chance to get Kobe. I had it. This was this this was my top three: Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, in that order. So, and they so what they do is all the vintage players. You got to pay attention to their age. That's what Kyle said. But another key thing is the the rating that they have is when they were at their peak, right? So, or something like that. I thought I thought some of those overall ratings was a little off, but who am I? Anyhow, it was told to me that it's their peak age. You know what I mean? So, um, we had we had some difficulties, so we made a second one. The second one reshuffled the draft picks, and I got draft pick number ten. Kobe got picked at number seven. My son had to do the whole draft for me because I was at work, and he did a very good job. Once he got to like the sixth pick, I said, is Kobe still available? He said, yes, Kobe is still available. I said, get Kobe. He said, as soon as I said that, they took Kobe at like seven. So that switched it all up. I had to just wing it after that. So this is who I got. Now, I'm not telling you who I picked in order. Because uh, I think the first guy that I picked was, I can't tell you who I picked. I forgot who it was. But I'm just going to tell you my full roster because I got hella guards, hella guards, hella guards. But I really can't tell you who I who I picked. Uh, but my roster stands as Derrick Rose, Luka Doncic, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Victor Wimbamanyama. <laughs> you know, I can say his name. Sometimes I forget. Uh, Will Chamberlain, uh, Clay Thompson, Russell Westbrook, uh, Jimmy Butler, Grant Hill, Marcus Ginobili, uh, Manu Ginobili. I said, did I say Marcus Ginobili? <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Hey man, I said I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of something else. I said Marcus Ginobili, Manu Ginobili, uh, goddamn cousins, Stoyakovic, Bernard King, and Ralph Sampson. That's my squad. Um, I'm looking to make some more trades, but I'm not sure. I like the squad that I got. I definitely like all my guards. My weakest spot is the small forward position, even though I have Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy. Well, I think Jimmy might be at the two. Uh, Clay Thompson. I got Clay Thompson, and I got um, Kawhi Leonard, and I got Bernard. I I, I got to I got to play Bernard King. I'm trying to find time for all the players, but this is the franchise franchise, so. We're talking about emotions. We're talking about contracts. We're talking about managers, GMs, assistant coaches, and shit like that. You got to have all that in order. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with it. Super Bowl predictions. This is super, also Super Bowl Sunday coming up. And, uh, yeah, just like I told everybody else, I'm, I'm not going for the 49ers. I just want the 49ers to win because I'll never want KC to win. And that's a fact. Uh, free... Uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad, though, you know, I heard he got pulled over for a DUI. I'm not sure how real that is, uh, but yeah, okay, um, free him, you know, but not if he was driving. No, not if he was. Yeah, what it was, DUI. All right, um, 
Yeah, that's it, man. Overrun with BTG, man. I'll see y'all next week.